and welcome, folks, to Definitive Cinema. I am Chris Peterson. I am one of three hosts this week. Um, really excited about this episode because we are talking about, personally, one of my favorite actresses uh, right now, making just killer, killer movies. We're talking about Charlize Theron, and with me this week, I have to my virtual left, Mr. Greg Arhart. How are you? When I yell fool, you transition out of this segment as fast as you can. What's that from? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> and to my virtual right, uh, Mr. Ken Jones. Sometimes in order to heal, a few people have to get hurt. What's that from? Anyway, uh, <laughs> one of these days I'm going to know what that quotes uh, are from. But anyway, um, gentlemen, 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 you know, this is the first episode that we are talking about uh, an actress. And I felt it was about time because we've been you know, kind of focusing on, first of all, men and male centric themes. So, you know what? Why not have an episode where we basically talk about arguably um, one of the most popular actresses uh, in Hollywood today. And uh, let me just start off with, Greg, your overall thoughts on Charlize Theron, where she is in her career, her overall legacy. Give me everything. Sure. Uh, interesting you called her one of the more, most popular. Uh, I think that might be true after Fury Road, which is where my quote was from, by the way, Mad Max Fury Road. Um, I, I, I consider her actually more possibly arguably the best actress we have the, be the best actress we have today and i'm going to include meryl streep in that conversation i mean Ooh, might be, might be better than her right now today i was, yeah. un I was under describing her then <laughs> there you go yeah no uh, she's uh you know she i won't quite say she could do anything because i'm not sure she's quite demonstrated that but the roles she's done she's taken on some very challenging roles uh, in her career, uh, particularly in the last five six years, and I think she's nailed just about every one of them, as we'll I think as we'll get as we'll get through, and um, I I'm hoping the studio will uncheck the studios will uncheck a little bit, and and she continues to do even more challenging roles because I think there are multiple best actress uh, Oscars in her future. You know, if she if she picks the right projects. Absolutely. How about you, Kim? What do you think about the evolution of Charlize Theron? I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I think I'm in total agreement with Greg. <laughs> I, she, she might be, she might be the my number one actress going right now, uh, and that's saying something. Well, uh, if I if you're love a Saoirse Ronan, yeah, I mean that's, that's, <laughs> that's another episode. So, yeah, save it for that episode, which you won't be on. You'll refuse. I will not. Be uh, on if I could, episode, if I could yeah. describe her in one word, I'd say probably versatility. Mm. Um, I think she's convincing in just about any role that she's in. Uh, she hits like every quadrant. Like if if she were a baseball prospect, she'd be a five tool player. Um, mm -hmm. She's equal. I think she's equally good as an action star, whether it's in Mad Max or Atomic Bomb, uh, Blonde, or Fate of the Furious. Um, she can she can also do like the domestic like you know dramas and comedies. What you know, like Young Adult and Tully. Long shot, bombshell. Like she's she's convincing in all of those roles. Um, she's I think she she can do ensembles. She can do the lead role, and uh, you know like not even mentioning like she won the Oscar like what sixteen years ago now. Yeah, and and <laughs> yeah, it's it's really impressive um, with the career she's yeah. had and, well, and her where, career where I think is... she's still going. Yeah, and mm. her career is is actually super interesting because if you really follow it along, you can tell that I think the studios were 
trying to not typecaster, but they put her in a lot of roles where she plays the wife of the main character, yes. or yeah. the or girlfriend, girlfriend, the ex-wife. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just guessing, knowing how studios are, she's one of the most attractive actresses we have today. And you know, she's even stunning, depending on you know how she how she looks and stuff on the given day. And they're like, oh my gosh, she has to be the trophy wife or the girlfriend or whatever. And they didn't really see what an amazing actress she is until she got the role of Monster. Once she did Monster, I think that you know the doors really opened up for her, and then you know she was able to play some yeah. more challenging roles. In that, if Monster doesn't happen, I don't know what her career looks like, <laughs> you know, because I don't, I don't know, know like, when yeah. she gets that chance. I mean, maybe she eventually yeah. gets it, but Monster is a huge turning point. Um, it, it was. Well, she, she also kind of like plateaued for a few years after that too, where, um, you know, she like not like a post Oscars, um, like slump or anything, but she wasn't, she wasn't hitting it out of the park for like the last half of the uh, twenty or. Yeah. First decade of the century there. Yeah. I mean, the first, I think the movie she gained notoriety with was Devil's Advocate, you know, where she yeah. played Keanu Reeves' uh, Well, she uh, caught attention in it with Two Days in the Valley, which was really like her debut. Yeah. Um, as like yeah. The, the girlfriend for like the, 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 um, like the crime boss or whatever. That, I, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Um, but then, yeah, like Devil's Advocate and, and uh, Astronaut's Wife and yeah. Cider House Rules, Reindeer Games, like all those things, like. Like I mean, she really. Those. I mean, she she kind of hit, her, you know, right out of the cannon. Um, yeah. You know, early in her career, I mean, she yeah. You you she said caught, like, she caught your eye like, really early on. Exactly. But none of those movies you cited were huge. Like no, Fox. no, but I mean, yeah, these no. are not. Like you said, like, she was kind I, of. I, I'll be honest. I, I'll be honest. I completely forgot she was in that thing you do, and uh, like when she <laughs> oh, yeah, presented it's, it's Tom Hanks. Too. Right when she when she, you know, presented Tom Hanks with his. Um, Golden Globe Lifetime Achievement, where I was like, why is Charlize Theron giving him, the- oh, that thing you do, that's right. It yeah. was like her, one of her first movies. But yeah, like Devil's Advocate, that was really one movie that that really made her um, known. But Greg, you nailed it. I mean, she she's played the girlfriend in, or wife, in some really interesting movies like Astronaut's Wife, Cider House Rules. I mean, Reindeer Games is amazing. Let's just, you know, put that out there. Um, <laughs> I get carried away here. <laughs> but I gotta, you know, one thing that I gotta give her credit for is not that she's done bad movies or she's had poor selections, but she's been in movies that have definitely um, bombed. I mean, whether we're talking about Eon Flux, where they're talking about uh, Mighty Joe Young, and these movies are supposed to be like career killers in a way, and yet she she bounced back. And mm-hmm. I, I have a tough time, you know. Uh, Ken, you mentioned how she has a she's, a she's a five tool player. I feel that we're right now, at least in the past five years are seeing like this, this run that she's oh, having. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to compare it to certain quarterbacks, God. but like when you win, it's like winning four Super Bowls in like six years or something like that. I mean, that's what I feel like, you know, we're watching her do right now. I, I'd be Look, careful. I, she's she's not, in the prime of her career. I, yeah, I'd be yeah. careful. Cause she is not in roles where she's really had to carry it. She hasn't been that, strong i mean even atomic blonde i mean like she's i'm sorry she's awful in fate of the furious like she's awful in that yeah movie. i mean she mailed it in i mean like I don't, everyone gets her yeah, paycheck it's movie. It's <laughs> yeah, it's right i mean she you know that was her paycheck movie that's fine yeah, um, so, uh, I, she, let's, let's be honest she's kind of slumming it no i oh, she's way she was way above the material I, there's yeah. no there's no argument for me on that but i just mean she hasn't i mean again you reference aeon flux i mean she basically had two opportunities to like carry a movie that Aeon Flux, which I'm not going 
fault her for that. That was an absolute bomb. <laughs> you know, I mean, a bomb of the script. She couldn't do anything with that. And it bombed in the box office. And then Atomic Blonde, which did okay, you know. That, I mean, that I movie think, highly exceeded expectations. Box office-wise, I think it did like 25 to 30 million. I mean, mm. yeah. I mean, opening weekend, yeah. I mean, oh, it's, okay. It's, it's it's an okay result, um, but I mean we've we've seen like uh, actresses like Angelina Jolie get higher box office weekends for movies like Salt and you know and other things like that. So right. it's you know I I, I I we get a little I just I want I want to pump the brakes on she's a five tool player she can do anything because I mean at least in terms of carrying a movie I I, I can't think of a standout role she's had in like a blockbuster. Right? Keep in mind, keep in mind, maybe Fury Road. Ago, you said that she was the best actress that we have today. She is, and now you're taking things away from her. Wow. I don't I don't evaluate the best actress based on how they <laughs> how they act. In, how they actually act. In like blockbusters, right? Okay. I'm not holding the fate of the furious against her. Some actors do do well in those roles. She doesn't. Uh, but I mean, in terms of being a character actor, this is the other analogy I want to make, guys, because like I, I think her best, she's very similar to Brad Pitt in, in one crucial way, which is like Brad Brad Pitt famously is like a character actor that's dressed in like best in a leading yeah. man, you know, looks and, mm-hmm. and clothes and sort of thing. I consider Thera on the same way. I think she's a great. I, I think she's truly a character actor that's dressed in like a leading lady, you know, ca- kind of roles. And I think she, I think ultimately, I I think she might admit this, like doing character actor stuff is probably what she wants to do. <laughs> you know, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure she wants to like be this Angelina Jolie type, you know, box office star. Interesting. You know, I think, I think she really thrives in, in, you know, it's kind of smaller roles. Well, I'll be honest with you. She won my respect where literally in the middle of her, like charge for an Oscar, she did that like four episode arc on Arrested Development. Oh, which so, was great. so good, <laughs> which has aged terribly in the past 18 years, but st- or, still, I mean that when you when an actress goes for it like that and, and is willing to do that and she's shown throughout her career like willingness to do like silly things like you know a million ways to die in the west and stuff like that um I respect that I'm like you know what good for you like there are a lot of actresses nowadays that once they get that oscar once they make that charge like they're done with the silliness like Nicole Kidman is done with the silliness and things like that so um I respect Charlize for that but the reason gentlemen we I wanted to do Charlize this week is because literally this coming weekend, she has yes. a brand new movie coming out on Netflix called The Old Garden. Greg, to your point about her being able to carry certain movies, even though we're not going to get any box office results for this, um, we will get to see just how good she is, basically leading a, this ensemble action film. So um, very, very interested in, in taking a look at that. But gentlemen, let's get right to it. So folks, this podcast, in case this is the first time you're listening to it, what we like to do is basically answer the question of if aliens landed on the planet, that's like the extreme version of the scenario, and you wanted, they wanted to know what is the definitive example of Charlize Theron on film, what movie would you pick? Sometimes it's the best movie, sometimes it's not the best movie. It's just what is the definitive role or film that this person has been in? And um, what we like to do is basically give our choices and break down why. So... But the key is we have no idea what each other is going to pick. And in order to not cheat, we are going to do on the count of three, uh, shout out basically our choices and then break it down after that. So, gentlemen, are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So on the count of three, we will name our definitive picks for Charlize Theron. Ready? One, two, three. Fate of the Furious. Road. Oh, two to one. Interesting. Wait, what? Wait. wait, wait. wait. 
<laughs> I think we all. I thought we all picked something different. No, no. Uh, Ken and I picked the same movie. We both picked Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. Oh, and you did? Greg. So I can I didn't hear what you said, honestly. <laughs> and I was Greg, so distracted by what Greg picked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I blinked for a second. I was like, "Wait, what?" Like, am I hearing this right? So, no, Greg, I mean, my pick is not Fate of the Furious. No, I was just, I was just messing around. Um, no, my, no, my pick is Young Adult. Oh, whoa, okay, that that makes, I'm actually glad you picked that. And that is the correct pick, as I will demonstrate. But. All right, okay. well, let's before we get to Greg's, because he's the outlier here. Let's talk about Mad Max Fury Road. Um, yes, you, guys are, you guys are wrong on this. No, go ahead. Wow. Okay, so here's my thing, Ken. Um, really, really easy pick for me. The me movie's in, the first of all the movie's incredible. Let's let's just yes, put it that is. it's a, it's a the what, best action movie of the decade. Best action movie. Oh, of the decade. oh no no yes. no Nominated yes. for best picture. Yes. Winner it's a rich of man's three. It's a rich man's three hundred. Come on. Oh my Whoa, god. That's a, that's wow. a, god. That's that's, a, that's, that's wow. I'm fighting words. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write a, I'm writing that on your habits. I'm writing that on your headstone, sir. Uh, can we can we like uh, punish him like? <laughs> Rich Man's 300. It's a good movie. It's a good. Can we find him? Uh, that's like me. By the way, Greg, if you're doing this to set up as like the best Charlies they're on Mad Max, then like I did last week with Hoosiers, then this is just terrible. But, <laughs> you know, you're gonna uh, pick like uh, Snow White or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, here here it is. It's it's an incredible movie. I, Ken, when I saw it, I'm not going to even address Greg. Ken, no, when I saw it in the no, he theater, doesn't exist. He's he doesn't there. exist right now. Ken, when I saw it in the theater, my eyes started watering from lack of blinking. That's how yes. much this movie had me in. And I got to be honest with you, I rewatched it two days ago for this podcast. Her performance is incredible. And oh, she, absolutely. she, if there's a, a point or a check mark or a box or whatever it is to check off, she hits it in every way, shape, or form. Absolutely. From an let, action standpoint let, to an actress standpoint, give me your thoughts. Let me let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many times have you had a sequel that's been twenty five years in the making that fans have like greatly anticipated, and then a character other than the char- the main character comes in and completely steals the movie from that iconic character? I mean. It's happened. That's what happened with Fury Road. Greg, we're not talking to you right now. Are you talking about the villain? Because I think I'm going to mute your mic in a second. Greg, the rock, the flamethrower guitar player. Because I thought he stole the movie. That's all I want to talk about. He's a he's a strong second place. Strong second place. But she's It happened. It's happened once. It's happened once. One other time. It's happened one other time, and that's Heath Ledger with the Dark Knight. That's it. Okay, but that wasn't okay. But I, I'm talking about a sequel that's like this was 25, 25 years in the making. You're, you're right. That you're right. Between Mad Max movies and a movie and, that that no one was really clamoring to to have anyway. We were like, no, oh, but well. they were like really excited for like the fans of Mad Max were excited to have a new sure. Mad Max movie. Yeah, and there been talk. It's been it had been in development for years, and and you know out of, out of left field comes Imperator Furiosa, this instantly iconic badass. Character that just like completely steals the movie from Tom Hardy and his Mad Max. I mean, she has uh, quadruple the lines Tom Hardy does. That's well, true. I mean, there's that, but <laughs> I, like, it's Tom also Hardy, like like five lines in the movie. Greg, Greg. <laughs> I, you cannot, I dare you to edit all these lines out of here. I dare you. <laughs> Greg, no, we're Greg, leaving it in. Oh man, please, I'll beat you. This, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, from the dramatic work. 
to very few lighthearted moments in that movie um to the action standpoint i mean she's she's hitting everything yeah. um she i i'll be honest with you she was cheated out of an oscar nomination for that movie oh no she oh my god greg greg <laughs> shut up are you <laughs> Gregory, you will have your time. I'm I sorry. need to have speaking insanity. I there, have there to, needs I have... to be there needs to be a sound effect on this podcast for when sit there and be grateful, like, like a penalty box or something. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, oh, I'm in the penalty like, box. So, it's outrageous. When you look at the, when you look at Charlize's entire career, um, where she I feel has been strongest is when she is playing. Um, First of all, her action roles are fantastic. She's one of the few actresses uh, in Hollywood today that I feel can really go there and, and, and yeah. sell an action film. Julia Roberts, God love her. She can't do it. So, no, Sorry. exactly. Emma Stone, eh, maybe. Emily, it's like, it's seriously, like I've said this before, it's Charlie's and it's Emily Blunt. Yes. Like, those I, are the I'm, two, I'm like, a, believable, Julie, like. Jolie's got to be in there, too. Yeah, not, like fifteen years ago. Fifteen years ago. That's not true. I mean, God lover, God lover. She she wants we'll to see, We'll see what happens with the Eternals. That's fine. But yes, yeah. you're right. We'll see what happens with the Eternals. Um, yeah. Like if it like action movie heroines in our lifetime. Like I think Furiosa is on the Mount Rushmore oh with like mm-hmm. Ripley, Sarah Connor, and like the Bride. Yep. I'm right there with you. Now let me ask this because I love I love that you and I are now torturing Greg with our yes. conversation here. Hi, let me Greg. ask you this: this is preposterous. Who has, who is the is the heroine action film? Who has the championship belt right now? Is it Charlie's? Yeah, I think so. That's I'm with you. Yeah, after after you. after the 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 one two combo of Mad Max Fury Road and Atomic Blonde. Yeah, absolutely. What? Oh, there oh, it Atomic is. Blonde. Yeah, that was such an imprint. Yeah, yeah, that should. I think. Be. I think yeah. for action female. Okay, yeah. Again, we're gonna, action we're gonna talk females. About, Atomic Blonde was such. Mount Rushmore. I mean, because we love Greg loves Mount Rushmores. <laughs> yeah, Linda Hamilton's up there. Um, Ripley. Ripley's up there. Ever. Uma Thurman's up there for for the Kill Bill series. Right. Uh, and, and, I, and I think Trinity Luke? maybe would be in the mix, but like I I think that uh, yeah. Furiosa bumped her. Furious or definitely bumped her. All right, so Greg, Trinity I'm going to give you the, the floor. Carrie was in the mix for I'm going to give Greg the, the floor now since he has been so polite. So Greg, yes. Yeah. Mad Max. Greg, give us your against. Give us your cons for Mad Max. And no, no, no. Audience... Just let him, let, him, let him make his case for a uh, young adult. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Gonna, you know, we'll see right. the floor and not we'll interrupt because the... we're gentlemen. We're gentlemen. <laughs> we're cool, men of honor. Cool. I will I will make my case and then I will refute your case with one question. Yes, but okay. we'll uh, yes, but let me Go get ahead. to get let me get to young adult. Get to young adult. So, so I was actually choosing between monster and young adult as my two. If Fury Road was not even in the conversation for me for definitive for definitive cinema anyway, because we can boil the career of Charlie Steron into a few different characteristics. Uh, one is strong personality with some physicality to her role. Two is she's a character actor, as we discussed, first and foremost. Three, uh, when you look through her filmography, she has excelled, truly excelled at playing troublesome characters. These are characters that have deep flaws um, that, that, that really get into there and demonstrate a usually unusual character arc. And then four, she has screen presence, commanding screen presence galore. So those are the four key characteristics for her. And to me... 
there's only one movie that that captures all four of those things, and that is Young Adult. Young Adult is uh, Jason Reitman, and the character here is basically a troubled, <laughs> um, single, alcoholic woman who is like a, a ghostwriter, uh, I think, for a young adult. She might be, I honestly forget. Uh, she's a young adult writer or a ghostwriter for a young adult writer. And uh, her arc is she has no arc. She is an awful character. Um, and she is, and the character is played brilliant by, by Theron because all this fleshed out, the way the script goes is you think she's going to follow an arc until you get to the last, you know, the, the final like 15, 20 minutes. And then you realize there is no arc. <laughs> she is, you know, she is the ugly character uh, that the movie is sort of teased throughout the entire thing. And it's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant performance um, by Theron. And with and I want to and I want to come back to one thing. I was choosing. I almost went with Monster because Monster she won the Oscar for, um, and she deserved it. She's she's fantastic, and it's a truly transformative performance. I didn't go with her because I think with Theron you really have to go back to screen presence here, and she's a stunning, a, a stunningly attractive woman, and she has presence from her from that alone and just alone, and you need that in the movie to <clears throat> it just she uses that so very very effectively even in in movies where she plays a smaller role in it because even like we get prometheus you know which is not you know any any role i would write home about and when you when you make my top 10 as far as definitive cinema but there again she's a presence so commit you know with not that many lines but she uses her presence to really you know what the character is with her not particularly emoting that much and just with her, you know, with her effectiveness <clears throat> and the presence she gives off. So, you know, that that had to come into play here, um, which is why I didn't pick Monster, and that's one of the reasons why I don't think Fury Road totally works uh, in that in that fashion. But let me get to Fury Road for a second, guys. One question. Now, real quick, time out though. Yeah. Notice how we allowed you to spout off all these contentions that you had because there was brilliant. no interruption there's no interruptions was, because it was brilliant and arguable That's i felt like you were waiting you that there were pauses i felt that you were like waiting for us to chime in and yet we showed restraint audience this want you to be class and it's <laughs> continue because I would they like were to... in, they were inarguable That's why. i would love uh, to hear you because, no hear... <laughs> i can't wait to hear you refute mad max go ahead all right so you show Fury Road to aliens. All right. This, this is Charlie Theron. Is Charlie Theron bald? No. Does she, does she drive around move, all her movies in like ridiculous like Dune like settings and in and, Dune settings? She, no, but she yeah, does drive yeah. around in a lot of movies. She yeah. was in the Italian Job, which is like eighty percent driving. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, okay. So you and she was in a think... in a Fate and the Furious movie. So it's like. Oh you yeah, know, that's the most finish. iconic oh, yeah. car series of all time. <laughs> She's in it. <laughs> okay, so so you you think that movie is definitive of all the key roles and all the here's my thing. She's famous for again. Think, think of her best roles: Monster, Young Adult, Tully. If Those I wanted to show movies. Aliens definitive. Charlize Theron. I also at least want to entertain them, not bore them to death like you no, will with I, young adults. No, 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 no. I'm not going to let you slander the movie Young Adults. <laughs> that movie. Oh, correct. As, Chris, as Greg, no, let him continue, Chris, please, please. I will let you continue. Yes. As Greg gleefully describes, nothing 
happens oh. in that movie. Oh, that, that, no, that's, that's not true. That's, 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 that's All right, Chris, you're losing me. So <laughs> everybody said I, that Young Adult was going to be her second into, Oscar. This is turning into one of those Mexican standoffs from <laughs> uh, from Inglorious <laughs> Bastards, or from The Office, where we're all or The Office. <laughs> exactly. Here's we're the all thing. pointing guns at each other now. Here's the thing. <laughs> this was supposed to be her second Oscar run, and it flopped. It flopped because oh. the movies boring no then then they tried to dip back into that well with tully with jason ryman and it didn't work either so i think tully is also a good movie yes it's yes it's also by the way watch me watch me do like best of charlie's (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um young adult uh anyway the movie there's nothing happens in the movie it's a very boring performance there's no range she shows no range in that movie, oh, she plays strong. one part. Watch, 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 yeah, watch the scene again with uh, when Patrick Wilson comes out with the drum set and when they have that big party. It's it's masterful. I, it's, it's I nice. might do that. She's like vulnerable in front of Patton Oswalt, where she like very, yeah. like like <laughs> finally like takes the armor off or whatever. Ooh, that's what I would say. <laughs> wow, Ooh. Chris, Chris, you're lo- you're on. Anyway, nice right now. You're losing. Me. Anyway, Greg, continue with your refute of Mad Max. <clears throat> no, it's. I mean, my thing is, it's again, it's a, it's a poor man's three hundred. No, I said rich, rich man. man. I said oh, rich man. man. Oh, no, rich no, man's no. three hundred. You're right. It's a good movie. It's a fine movie. It's not. It, I mean, as far as Theron, like that's definitive Theron. Hell no. Again, it doesn't even. I don't think it even ranks. It's definitely not our top three performances. Like, oh, I mean, come oh on. my God! It's not, no, you guys it's are mon- both being it's absurd. Monster, young adult, Tully. That's it. Ken's, I mean, that's, Ken's that's emotions on this podcast are like I, 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 I can't stand the both of you right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. how many it's lines did she have? How many lines did she have in Fury Road? Like ten? She I nailed mean, all of them. <laughs> doesn't matter. She nailed all well, of them. It's a, car, it's a car chase movie. I mean, it's like that's uh, that's what the movie is. It's and that defines probably a third of her career. I'm just saying. Anyway, yes. all right. So clearly, I remind we're all you guys that this is not uh, movie court; it is definitive <laughs> cinema. Hey, we're these arguments happen, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So right. clearly, there's some right, debate. Because Charlie just got a nomination for Bombshell, and oh, and uh, Fury Road is very much similar to Bombshell than than Young Adult is. You uh, know, I mean, it's no, like, <laughs> wow. Hot, this is. I'm gonna I'm gonna rename this like hot take. <laughs> hot take cinema. Wow. I don't think I. I didn't think it was a hot take for Young Adult. I told you. It's you between Monster, between Monster and Young Adult for me. Wow. All right. Well, good, good picks nonetheless. I mean, that's why we do this podcast, for these discussions. So this is good. Um, all right, gentlemen. At least I didn't pick Aeon Flux. I mean, you know. Oh, well, you might later. We'll see. Aeon Flux is more similar to Fury Road than uh, Young Adult. Oh, so. I, I just mean in terms of the type of movie it is. I got to go for a walk after this podcast. I got to go for a walk. Now, I won't say, again, I liked Fury Road. It was a good one. All right. Well, let's get on to the next uh, thing. So, let's let's do best and worst. Greg, I'm gonna start with you because uh, yes, I gotta hear get, picks. Get him out of the way with. <laughs> Greg, give me your best and worst for Charlize. Well, the worst is Fury Road. Uh, no, I'm, well, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and and give us your best and worst. I'm sorry. And why? Go ahead. So, bet. So, is it best movie? Is it her best performance or the best movie that she's in? I'm gonna say. Ooh, that's a good question. I'm honestly, I'm fine with either. Fine with either. So if you want to say like this is her, yeah, you know what? Honestly, let's let's go with best performance. Like this is her at her very best. 
again, I so Isn't that what definitive cinema is. <laughs> yes, let's go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> she she's her best performance is Monster. I mean, she won the Oscar for it. I don't think that's. I mean, that, it'd be hard to argue not um, that that wasn't it. Again, I think other than Monster, I think it's Young Adult for me is there, is there the best performance? Worst worst movie, worst performance. Aeon Flux. It's one of the it's one of the most epic bombs. You know, <laughs> in the last twenty five years. Um, I think that's a pretty easy one. And she survived. God bless her. She yeah, survived that. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Ken, how about you? What's your best and worst? Uh, my best, I, I, I gotta say that Young Adult's right up there. Um, I, although I think I, do I get kicked off the pod if I say that I haven't seen Monster? Wow. I know. No, because, no, you don't get, no, Monster's not a great movie. Like, it's not a great movie, but it's a great, it's a great Charlie Sarah. It's great. It's a great performance. It's on my, it's on my to see list. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I, Tully might be my favorite performance from her. Hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I thought that's that was an amazing. I thought she should have been nominated. Um, she wears the weight of being a mother of like three or whatever it is. That's just <laughs> has like negative sleep every day. Um, just amazing. It's a great performance. You should see the movie if you hmm. haven't. Uh, worst movie? Yeah, probably Eon Flux. Wow, we're all in agreement with the Eon Flux. I yeah. love it, uh, except for me because I've got a different pick. So. For my best, I actually picked a different movie because, again, she's hitting a lot of different notes. I picked Long Shot. Mm. I thought she was excellent in Long she Shot. She was. Uh, and I've seen Monster. I've seen uh, Tully. I've seen Young Adults. And I feel like she's hitting. I, I, I don't. How do I put this? I think that was her best performance post mad max in terms of like hitting different notes than she did in mac mad max and things like that um i liked it i I was like this is this is this is excellent this is an amazing performance digging everything so long shot was my my pick um as for worst i'm gonna go with the legend of bagger vance have you guys seen this movie uh parts 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 of of it yeah parts of it okay it's a very problematic movie. I mean, it's just probably, I mean, Will Smith appearing as this magical, mystical black man <laughs> in like Jim Crow era, uh, Georgia. Um, it, and uh, Charlize, it's, it's kind of the ultimate betrayal of a character where she starts out as being this rough and tumble independent woman who then basically kind of gives up that mission halfway through the movie and, and basically relies on a man to solve all her problems and make, you know, things like that. It's a complete portrayal of a character. And I, I can't, I can't watch it without, you know, like just being irked by that. Uh, even though there's some fabulous golf scenes in throughout that movie. And it's Greg and I are big fans of golf. Uh, it's, you know, the golf scenes are great, but it is definitely not the definitive golf movie. Let's, let's put that out there. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a t- it's just a terrible performance. I think Charlize now, I, if you asked her, I mean, what role are you probably most ashamed that you've done? She probably would answer Ian Flux. But um, I think I think Bagger Vance would probably be up there because it just it just undercuts women in every way, shape, or form. So there you go. That's my pick. So um, somebody pick trial and error. No, <laughs> no, that's wow. Yeah, you're right. Or um, the yards. Have you guys ever seen the yards? Mm, I don't think I have. It's one of the nope. best movie casts ever assembled for one of the worst resulting. Is, films. is Joaquin Just, Phoenix and Mark Wahlberg in that? Joaquin Phoenix, Mark Wahlberg, Dennis Hopper, James Caan, Wow, Faye Dunaway, Charlize Theron, like early shit. Charlize Theron. Um, 
it's it's a train wreck and it's it's oh, just it's a, a terrible james gray movie hmm. yeah there you go so um excellent well guys this was great this is great this is what this podcast for we have you know different opinions battles hot takes the whole nine yards that's why we do this greg any final thoughts on charlie's Theron before we sign off you know <clears throat> there's something about connecting over mutual hatred that is just so much deep deeper than mutual love What's that from? What's that from? <laughs> that's from that's from million million ways to die in the West, which I will fight for a little bit, a tiny bit. Wow, it's, it's not being as bad as everyone says. All it right, is, well, but if that's I mean, your corner, if that's I, your I, corner, tiny bit, <laughs> tiny bit. Tiny bit. I, I actually can count on one hand how many times I laughed out loud in that movie. <laughs> one hand. I laughed like two hands. Yeah, two hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I laughed more. During this podcast, than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Ken, how about you? Any parting last thoughts? Theron, on Theron's very funny in that movie. She, I, she's and, a funny again, actress. I appreciate when she does comedy. I appreciate it. I really do. Me too. She's great. I'm looking forward to the old guard. I, I'm hearing some good buzz about it, and uh, can't wait for Atomic Blonde too. Nice. Any any quotes? Any you know, no? No, I don't. I don't have any quotes. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Excellent. That's all right. Uh, well, folks, you can listen to this podcast and all of our podcasts on the Onstage Blog Podcast Network with all of our podcasts are on there right now, including Desperately Seeking Entertainment, uh, the movie musical Showdown, uh, on, uh, Tell Me on a Sunday with Grace Aki. So you got some great, great content, more content to come. This podcast is now on Spotify, uh, also on Apple Podcasts, gentlemen. We were approved for Apple Podcasts, so we're now on there. Uh, and as well, we are also on YouTube. Yes, you can actually sit down and technically watch this podcast on YouTube. So definitely check it out. Make a comment. Give us a rating. It helps our algorithms the whole nine yards. So, um, gentlemen, thank you so much. You're welcome. You. All right, and we'll see you right here next week on Definitive Cinema.